Hey, Alfonso, you look so good in our PJs. Thank you. I love it. It's great. So first, I'm just going to introduce you, um, Alfonso Carrion. We first met, uh, can't remember what year, on House of Cards. Mm -hmm. You were the assistant editor for season four and six. And then you edited a short film that I directed called Dark of Night, which you did an amazing job, by the way. Thank you. I have a question for you. What is Ask the Fonz? Basically, um, I started a mentorship program helping aspiring film editors break into Hollywood. And basically, it was uh, an idea that I started because, you know, I was in that position when I when I was breaking into the industry and I, you know, I wanted someone to reach out to and I it was just hard. You know, it's just hard to break in into this industry and moving to L.A. with no contacts. You know, I remember that feeling. I just remember being like, I just wish there was just someone I could talk to, you know, to like help me break in or just not even just break in, but like, tell me like, what are the things I need to look out for or what to do on interviews? Because it's very different from like a corporate job. You know, it's like questions you're asked, the technical stuff, just learning software. Um, all of those things are just not really like, you can't learn it unless you know someone or at least can have someone explain it to you. So this is where the idea came from. It's basically me sharing my experiences and me helping someone who wants to learn all the, these things. And, um, you know, it, it's great. You know, I'm getting a lot of good feedback because not only people from the United States are reaching out, but people all over the world are like really curious. So given this last year that we've all been enduring, how has that changed your platform, if at all? Actually, it's really boomed for me, at least, because a lot of people like now want to learn editing. I don't necessarily think it's more about like Hollywood editing. I think people just want to learn editing now because mm. everything is going virtual. Everything is going to go on YouTube or, you know, Instagram or all these different types of platforms to communicate. And people right. just want to learn how to put, you know, two videos together and, you know, make it look quote unquote like professional or like something that's not just like quick and easy. They want to make it, you know, look pretty you know, decent to post on online. So how did you get into editing? It's so funny. Actually, I was, I mean, as a teenager, I loved obviously watching movies, especially action movies. And I, the first time I saw Transformers and it's like the really super like cheesy movie that you could probably <laughs> say for this, for this question. But the first time I actually watched Transformers, there were so many action scenes that just, it was just so entertaining that like it wanted me to learn the, the, the behind the scenes process. It was kind of like a magic show almost where you like, you, you wanna learn how they did it. So I would go home and watch behind the scenes, you know, whatever there was on YouTube back then cause YouTube was barely a thing. Um, and there were some videos of them just shooting, um, you know, different parts of the, the movie and then interviews with a lot of the behind the scenes uh, crew. And everything is kind of just like instinctively for me, just like I, I was like, I want to make that. So I started doing like small visual effects projects that ended up becoming to like short films. And then I started editing it all together. And like it just instinctively or I guess just by the nature of how I was learning it, 
I ended up loving the process of editing and putting everything together. So then I pursued that in high school and then I pursued it in college. And then in college, not many, everyone wanted to be a director. And I was the only one that was like, I'll, I'll be the editor. Like there's no one, no one wanted to be the person to put things together. So I, I gravitated towards it so much. I mean, when you think about it, it's almost like another director, mm-hmm. an editor. Yes, they're following the vision of the director, but they can shape and reshape anything. You can create a movie that you didn't even have. I think the the part for me that I love doing the most is like taking a person or a director's vision and making it come to life. That to me is so satisfying. It's just it's very strange to like say because a lot of people are like, "Wait, you don't you're you're it's not your vision though. It's like it's someone else's." But it's like, no, it's like someone wants something that is in their head and it's imaginative, it's creative. And if I am- You have to manifest that. Yeah, if I can be that person to make it happen, that is, that's why I do it. It's just, it, that's just the way I feel about, ever, ever since I started editing, I, I realized that. You know, from teachers, you know, when teachers are, you know, when they ask, you know, like, hey, this is what you have to do for this project. Can you do this or make it come to life this way or whatever? And then going to college, you know, you have directors who have wild visions of making something, you know, out of a school budget or like small budget, like come to life. Stuff like that, I think for me is the most thrilling part about editing. So let's just say you are an aspiring film editor and they sign up for your program. What will they get out of that program? So 90% actually of my content is free. It's all on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, social media. You know, even I'm, on, I'm even on TikTok. Um, so I do, <laughs> I do a lot of, I do a lot of the social media to kind of give sort of that uh, tease or that um, I don't want to say tease. I'm actually giving you like the things I would say on the actual mentorship call. Like I'm uh-huh. giving you pretty much everything that I'm, I'm my all of my experiences, all of the things that I want to share because. I want to be that person that like, you know, when someone really does want to do this for a living or someone wants to actually like pursue this, they can just go on my Instagram and look up all of the advice that I'm sharing or all of the, you know, experiences, the blogs, all the everything. And then if they do want my advice, like one on one, like, hey, like I have a very, very, very specific situation. Like, I don't know if you've ever covered it. Then you can sign up for my, you know, one-on-one mentorship call and I can obviously go through it with you. And I give, and this has helped for me too, because I give them like a 10 page PDF, like of like what to do. I actually take the time and research and help you like figure out like what to do. Cause that's, that's the whole point of this. It's to really help you advance your career or like really figure out how to do this because that's where it all comes from. It's like, when I started out, I was like zero contacts. I was just like, what do I do? You do, you do need unique mentorship. I mean, you're helping these neophytes become pros. And like, it, it, it's, it's, it's like a really like a macro idea of the macro message of this is like also like, I'm just imagining like if there are a community of people that do end up, you know, looking into my content or like taking it all in, sort of this wildfire or spread, you know, like kind of like wildfire of like people who want to give in return as well. So like I'm sort of helping people now also help other people. That's sort of the my my other macro message is to like since I'm helping you, I'm also hoping that I the fact that I'm helping you as much, you can also help someone else as well. 
So like that's sort of the domino effect that I'm hoping to reach, but obviously this is all kind of in the beginning stages. It's a great goal though. Let's talk about the balance of life because as we know, sometimes you're stuck in a dark room in front of computer screens for, you know, 10, 12 straight hours. So what would you give your students as, as a piece of advice for how to balance life? For me, I love the fact that it's freelance and we get to choose our schedule and we get to choose how much freedom we have over, I guess, just over the course of the year. Um, I personally think that, you know, especially when you're starting out, it's really tough. It's really tough. You're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices because you're obviously new. You're not really experienced yet. You, you still need to sort of pay your dues, quote unquote. And you do have to go through those really tough gigs. Like, I mean, unfortunately, everyone has those things. You know, we, we have to go through those gigs. Like I had to work a night shift for a year on a reality show as like a logger, like someone who just like takes notes on footage. And I would start from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. every day. That was like my very first gig. So like I wasn't even like a production assistant, which is considered the lowest of the totem pole. So I was even under that. And, you know, for a year I would work from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m., not see any of my roommates until like Saturday. It just is a different lifestyle. So then I, you know, I started just grinding and paying my dues that way and then eventually became a post PA and then um, you know, had a better hours, worked in the day, um, and then eventually, you know, worked my way up. But I think work-life balance is, right now, it's super important. You know, if, if uh, for me, now I get to at least choose my gigs. Like, I firmly actually give advice to saying, like, you can totally say no to gigs, you know, once you've reached a certain level or, like, you can sort of plan to save a little bit more money so that you can choose to take that vacation or choose to focus on your mental health or choose to like not just just don't work for three months or however much you need to like recharge. What piece of advice would you give um, someone trying to break into editing in Hollywood? I think for me, I mean, I always get sort of uh, like questions like, you know, like, how do you uh, network? Like the advice I give on that is to deploy a farming versus hunting technique, which is like, instead of reaching out to someone only when you need something, which is quote unquote hunting, build friendships, you know, build, build relationships, which is farming, you know, grow them. And it's going to take time. It's not, you, you can't, you can't rush into something and think that, oh yeah, just because you know someone, they're just going to give you a job or they're just going to actually like put you in mind. Like you don't know that the fact that like someone, that person might have like two to three people that like they really want to help and they've been trying to help for years now and the, the right. right opportunity just hasn't come yet. So you just want to be on that list. It's all about relationships. It's not necessarily about like, hey, I want to reach out and like see if this person can help me with, you know, that's not, that's usually not how it works. There's too many people who just reach out and just say, hey, can like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know anything about you, <laughs> you know, but like, let's have coffee first, or like, let's get to know each other first so that I can actually fight for you when someone needs something that you could be right for. It's so incredible that you're implementing the farming philosophy because growing up, uh, when I was growing up in the business, it was always the same line you would get, you know, it's who you know, that's how you're going to get apart. It's, it'll be who you know. Um, and that person that you knew, hopefully knew a casting director who knew the producer of the movie <laughs> that you wanted to do. So this is really great that you're implementing that. 
What's the most important responsibility you have as a film editor? I think personally it's to protect the director, to protect the actors, and to protect the story. That's basically their goal, is to make sure that you're protecting everyone who gives a, a performance or who gives a vision because they're being as vulnerable as they can possibly be. And they're giving everything they have and, and you're sort of the gatekeeper of allowing what is you know, being seen on screen. So being the person who chooses which take or which direction or which plot line the story goes into is actually a huge responsibility. So basically at the end of the day, it's all on your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> For the women.